Welcome to the Perfectly Honest Podcast, where we talk about family, marriage, and of course, Jesus Christ. I'm Kiana. And I'm Michael. And Michael spilled root beer all over himself today. I did. It was really funny. It was an explosion. We were in the car driving home from dinner with some friends. Yeah. We had this liter of root beer. We parked and Michael thought, I'm going to take a swig of this root beer. Yeah, I opened it and it literally fountained like in the driver's seat. And I just sat there and let it like, because I was like, what do I do? I didn't jump out of the car. I just was frozen. And it just exploded. It was so, it was like a volcano. It looked like you put a mento. It Mentos literally was like it. that. It was like, yeah. <laughs> like I'm I'm surprised it didn't hit the ceiling. It got really close. Like it was like <laughs> I was like, how is this even possible? Because we had just had it open. So and then we got out of the car and it totally looked like Michael peed his pants. <laughs> yeah, it was bad. So I took it took a shower. I was gonna tell you too, when I had to leave again, which this was my my perfectly honest uh moment. I dropped a washer on my foot tonight as well. <laughs> <laughs> so Michael's had a night. <laughs> I've had a night. But we've we've both had a night because Coleman, yeah, let's see, what time is it? It's 10.40. Coleman just went to sleep. Like 10 minutes ago. Yep. So, but here's what I was going to say <sighs> was it exploded and yeah, it, it got the seat wet. Mm-hmm. And so then when I went to go move the washer, <laughs> I went, I ran in and I sat there and I started to feel my, my seat getting wet again. Oh, and I was gross. like, oh no. So I ran inside and I, I grabbed a towel and then I threw it down. So there's just a towel sitting on it. I, I still haven't even cleaned it up. You, it, need, to, you need to go wipe that down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was so, it was insane. I've never seen a, a soda explode that big. I'm pretty sure you asked me, you're like, did you shake this bottle? I was like, no. I know. I was like, she had to have like been shaking it or something. Like, I always think that like Kiana's out to get me. <laughs> I'm trying to ruin your life. Yeah. Anyways, well, today we wanted to chat about a fun topic. We have been watching The Chosen, and we've referenced it a few times on this podcast. Yeah. Just like things we've liked from the show. But we wanted to give like an LDS perspective of The Chosen, I guess. Because we have a lot of like friends and family that have mixed opinions on it. Yeah. I feel like most couples are split when I hear people talk about The Chosen. Right. Either one of them loves it and one of them doesn't, or they haven't watched it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. There, There is a lot of different opinions. Like, that's how it. it is with your parents. Your dad is like, oh, I love it. Your mom's like, I uh, just can't get into yeah, it. Yeah, I can't. Uh, yeah. I know. It's it's so interesting uh, to think. But both of us like it. Yeah. So we're the anomaly. Maybe. We're different. <laughs> <laughs> we're different than everyone else in the whole world. Or maybe everyone actually likes it. Yeah, yeah. So and like, we've just seen a few couples that are split. Yeah, so it, it's just it, to each their own. Yeah. And and um, we want to talk about like some of the maybe some of the reasons uh, like for that, but also talk about why we love it and and yeah, totally. So when we started watching it, we had just moved back to Rexburg. Mm-hmm. We were feeling like we just wanted to draw closer to Christ yeah. and have more of a Christ-centered home. We're still trying to work on that. But we started watching The Chosen and I feel like it, I'm not saying it transformed our lives, but it brought us together in a way that we hadn't before in our yeah. spirituality. Yeah. No, it, it's so true. Like we, well, when did we start? It, it was definitely like near the beginning of last semester. Yeah. So right? it's January. Right. So like January. 
Um, but yeah, it was just really cool. Cause like when we started, like I had started it before, like a couple times you mm-hmm. probably had too, maybe, yeah, I had. you know, but we just decided like to really start getting into it. Mm-hmm. And like, as we did, it was just like, oh, this is so cool, especially because it shows you a different perspective on Christ uh-huh. and his character, his personality. And it's not, I don't think that there was any intention of it being like, this is who Christ is. Mm-hmm. And we want everyone to accept that. Right. I think that the intention was like let's let's broaden our understanding of Christ because of the the anomaly of what he was at his time mm-hmm. which people were confused by his personality people were upset by him mm-hmm. often yeah so it, it kind of is there to paint that picture mm-hmm. um, in our time and give us the context at the same time, which is cool. Totally. So let's talk about the difference between character and personality. Yes. So character is, you know, when I think of the character of Christ, we think of the attributes, right? Yes. So there's charity, faith, humility, all of that. Right. Personality is kind of the color to a person. Right. So I would like say the character, character is well, like you know, morals. Like, yeah, right. right. And like, values. Like you know what a caricature is, right? Yeah. Like like the um, big head cartoon. Yeah, like the guys. big head card. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, you know, what makes it a character is is where we draw the lines, right? Mm-hmm. Like so it, it, it's not necessarily the color, but so I like that you said that. It's mm. like, you know, not saying like, oh, the caricature of Christ. That'd be kind of weird. <laughs> That'd be super funny. But like when you're drawing someone's character, it's like, okay, mm-hmm. like character, I, I do like thinking about it like that, like, oh, it's the lines and then the personality is how we color it all in. Yeah. 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 So there's a distinct difference between your character, Michael's character and your personality. And same with like Christ. That's true. So when we are trying to achieve Christ's character, we don't necessarily have to have his personality. We shouldn't have his personality. We should have our personality. Right. Because in that way, we can reach different people. Right. And bring them to the fold and bring them to Christ. Right. With our different colors. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, and we can think about it like this too. Like when you talk about the character of somebody, mm-hmm. um, a lot of times you're thinking about what they do. Um, mm. uh, not like what they've accomplished, yeah. but the way that they carry themselves and act, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, character can deal with even putting yourself aside mm-hmm. for somebody else. that. That's that's what your character is. Mm-hmm. Character and personality can start to cross each other's lines a little bit. Yeah. But I guess I was like, no, they're completely different. They're not completely different. No, they're not. They make com- up the person, but they're not they're not completely, but you know, Christ and like when we talk about his character, like he's the kind of person mm-hmm. who would go out of his way to reach out to that person at the side of the crowd, at the very mm-hmm. edge of the crowd, you know, to give him to give that person like his attention yeah um so that's like his character yeah but his personality might be that he does it while joking or he Mm -hmm. does it while he's you know like smiling yeah you know so and and we all have these like these kind of personalities that we lay on top like like i could go and deliver cookies to somebody and that might be in my character Mm -hmm. to like deliver cookies to somebody Mm mm-hmm but the way that I talk to the people when I do that or the way I put it on their doorstep and ring and run away, you know, or yeah. making that decision has to do with my personality. Yeah, I feel like absolutely. You know. And so what we've talked about that we love so much about The Chosen yeah. is 
it offers a new personality for Christ. It keeps his character the same. Right. Biblical, what we find in the scriptures. But as Latter-day Saints, we're so used to our same like Mormon message videos, Bible videos, depicting a very stoic stoic Christ. Right. A very mild-mannered. And it's beautiful. I love those videos. Uh-huh. But it is so refreshing to see Christ with more personality and seeing Christ as a friend, seeing him as someone who would dance at the wedding, right. seeing him as someone who jokes with his disciples and teases them. Right. It makes him more human. Right. Yes. And more relatable. And I love that. I love that too. I think it's cool how he in the show is taking, well, and I'm talking about the director here. Yes. I, I love how he's taking artistic liberties with it, you know, because, mm-hmm. uh, that's the thing is like we get the, the stoic Christ because the dialogue that we see a lot of times in mm. different movies and stuff is literally like the scripture is the dialogue. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, which to us sounds super formal mm-hmm. because the scriptures were written in much older language yes. than we're used to today yes. where that was more casual, mm-hmm. you know, at that time. So it's, it's really interesting when we start putting that into film now, mm-hmm. it kind of feel stoic yeah when you know we should really be willing to accept like a little bit more you know so Mm -hmm. he takes artistic liberty Mm -hmm. the dialogue isn't scripture the dialogue uh gives a little extra context Mm -hmm. so it'll be like you'll hear as as you're watching the show you're like oh he's saying the scripture right now Mm -hmm. but that like is associated with this specific story yeah but then it it gives you a new perspective on like, okay, the director is saying, how might he have come to say that mm-hmm. given this situation? Because, you know, Matthew or, uh, you know, John or Mark or whatever had to write down like, yeah. you know, kind of giving the information of the situation. Mm-hmm. But there was kind of a lot of back and forth, right? So like, how would you write down a conversation you had between your friends? You'd, right. you'd kind of, you wouldn't leave in all the fluff but there would be more context to like yes. bring you there so so that's yeah. kind of what the director's doing which is kind of cool it's super cool yeah and what's been really cool is this year we're studying the new testament with come follow me and so kind of having a side by side of yeah like watching the chosen and christ and his mortal ministry and then reading about it i can see like where the director of the chosen got the inspiration for Christ's character. Like, it, oh, yeah. it fits in. Because as you read the New Testament and you have this new lens of what Christ could be like, you understand like, oh, he's like a pot stirrer. Like he came to really rile, not rile people up, but change their perspective on religion and the gospel. Yes. And he was kind of sassy to people. And he was kind of... I don't know. It, it's just really interesting to read in scripture like, oh, ye of little faith and then like see it in the show and it'd right. be like, oh, he's not necessarily being like wag my your finger in your face, but like, hey, come on, guys. Like, yeah, I don't know. It's I just know. cool. And, and uh, that's that's what's so interesting is like people over a long period of time. I, I feel like it, especially in the last maybe like hundred years uh, of the discussion of Christ, like we've come into this area where there's just so many religions that have tried to start talking to each other about like mm-hmm. uh, Christ and their relationship versus another church's relationship or whatever. But a lot of people have really had a hard time with like some of the things that he said and done because mm. they teach their 
church, you know, a lot about like, this is how you should act. This is how you should act. This is how you should act. And they kind of end up in this same issue that the Jews were dealing with, which was like, it's not about the specific thing that you're doing. It's about a lot more of the attitude, the value, the endpoints, like a lot of different things that you're, that you should be thinking of um, when you act. Yeah. You know, you should think about why you act. But yeah, I mean, like I, I didn't realize until I watched The Chosen how much Christ healed on the Sabbath Mm-hmm. And he taught, Christ always taught multiple lessons yes. uh, with each of his things. And and w- this is where also like Shakespeare gets a lot of his like ideas as well. You know, he does a lot of double meaning. Mm-hmm. Um, Shakespeare does like the same thing. And, and I think he really got that from the Bible. But he teaches with the uh, Sabbath mm-hmm. that one, the Sabbath is a time for us, right? It's a time for us to heal, yes. to turn to him and heal. Absolutely. Right. And he's teaching the Jews that they've become too rigid Mm -hmm. about the commandments to the point where they're not even really keeping them because they've forgotten why they keep them. What's that phrase? Like letter of the law versus... Uh, Letter versus spirit of the law. Spirit of the law. Yeah. And so like the Pharisees are enforcing... Right. I don't know. They're kind of the, the commandment police almost. Right. It's like, oh, well, you're not doing this right. And da 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 And we'll write you up for not obeying the commandments and being a good Jew. Right. It's interesting because how often in our life do we feel maybe that way about ourselves or other people in our congregation where we're like, oh, well, they're not doing this or I'm not doing this. So I must not be in a spiritually good place. Right. But it's more about spirit of the law. Yeah. It's about like where your relationship is with Christ. Yeah. Um, and that's that's what's most important to him. Yeah. And and it is important that we do keep the commandments. Yeah. Like I, I don't I don't want to discount that at no. all. But But it's uh, are you keeping the commandments? Do you remember say, why? Yeah, to say you're a good person or are you keeping the commandments because you love God? Yeah, that's what's so key in yeah. all of this. Now, I will say one thing that we don't see in The Chosen is we don't see the Sadducees. Oh, um, yeah, so, I guess that's right. Yeah, because there's the Pharisees and the Sadducees who both mm-hmm. represent the law and religion yeah. uh, being taught. Um, I, I don't know a lot about the differences. I used to when I was in seminary. Yeah, I don't remember either. Um, I, I wonder what that choice was, you know, or if we're going to see them mm-hmm. like later on in the, f- the future seasons yeah. and stuff. The Sadducees, you know, the Pharisees and the Sadducees also were arguing all the time. Now, I think in this, they just kind of show that the Pharisees at argue among themselves, which was also true, mm-hmm. you know, but, it, you know, th- it shows how much contention there was among the Jews because they got so invested in the law. Mm-hmm. They got so invested in the law that they had set aside that it was made for the people. Yeah. Um, and, and really, you just see that the families and the family units, they really understand the reason for the law and the Pharisees begin to forget, yeah. you know, because they're so hyper-focused on, on keeping it. Yeah. Well, it's, it's interesting our conversation is steered this way yeah. because recently they have changed the for strength of youth guidelines right in the church which i feel like for a while there were a lot of people feeling like oh there's just so many rules so many can't do this can't wear this can't i almost said can't smoke this don't smoke anything right (laughs) but then you know the new first strength of youth comes out saying like hey like here are some guidelines but ultimately you need to pray about it and know what's best for you and like what God would have you do. Right. 
because our our personal relationship with God and our ability to receive personal revelation, that is what religion should give us. That is what we should be getting out of church. Yeah, absolutely. I think that it's just these little shifts over time. Um, now, if you're not a member of the church, like we do have, you know, ever changing, like not, we don't have ever changing standards. We have ever changing policies and, and practices as we learn and grow, you know, and as, as time goes on, mm-hmm. as we're trying to understand more of what, you know, the Lord really wants and, and his, and, and also what's important for us in each generation. Yeah. It's like our, what our parents needed is a little bit different than what we need because mm-hmm. of how different the world is. So, totally. so we kind of adjust a little bit. But it's just amazing how freeing that is, you know, to look at the gospel in different perspective and have some changes just mm-hmm. to show how like this isn't like really the 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 rule isn't the thing you should be focused on. You should right. be focused on the spirit of where it came from. And I think that especially when we were youth, I remember looking around and just seeing people always asking and focusing on what we couldn't do. Yes. And I just feel like people at least our age now don't really focus that much on that. Yeah. That was once again, kind of like how the Jews were going. They were focused on, so focused on keeping the law and we were focused on what we couldn't do when really the Lord is just saying, please focus on the spirit and, and why Mm -hmm. uh, you keep these things. I'm giving you some guidelines right now to follow so that you can be a little bit happier, you know, and, and whether or not you decide to get a tattoo, you know, or, or drink coffee or, you know, or whatever. It's like, it's like, okay, we just have to look at these as like, what is a, an actual no? Mm-hmm. And, and what is like, you know, you should really think about it. Why mm-hmm. for so long have the general authorities say we shouldn't get a tattoo mm-hmm. right now? There's not really any rule against it. It seems like it's also like, but let's think about why yeah. we weren't. Yeah. We go, go back and think about the why, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. think about your body. Think about the temple. I think as, as Christians, it's really easy to get so focused on the applications right. of commandments and principles, but it really comes down to what is the doctrine? What is the eternal truth? What is God teaching us? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So what do you not like? about the chosen oh what do i not like we love most things about it we do really love most things i would say that they have picked some amazing amazing actors (laughs) i know where you're going with this and uh yeah pilot (laughs) he's just a bad actor i'm sorry if you hear me pilot if you ender ever end up listening to take this as criticism that you know, just do better. <laughs> well, maybe maybe he's just not used to playing like a pompous character or like the way the director wants him yeah. to. But. Yeah, and uh, you know, but here's the thing is like, as I've seen him, the, the more I see him, I'm like, I see the reasoning for like some of his decisions. So we haven't seen him much. Uh, we haven't finished the third season all the way. We have We're one almost more, done, one yeah. One more episode or something. So so we might might see him a little bit more there. Uh, no, but I, not just pilot. There's a couple different actors that I'm just like, man, you chose this amazing cast. And then now like some of your actors are not really as good, mm. you know? And so I, I think that it just doesn't serve. It, it kind of like took me like out of the, the story to where I felt like, oh yeah, this is a movie that's being recorded right now. Oh yeah. You know? So that's, that's one of my things besides that. I mean, I don't really have like much else, but I want to hear what you, you, your thing is. Yeah. 
most of mine has to do with like some of the just the Roman characters in general really oh, bother me, yeah. but they're supposed to. They're supposed to be rude and. But think do they that bother you because they're be acting like Romans, or, or because of the actors? I don't know. I just think they're a bunch of bullies, and <laughs> the way they, yeah, maybe it is like the acting. Okay. Just the way that they're portrayed. I guess I'm used to thinking of Roman soldiers as being just like more brutes, but these guys, like a lot of them, are just pretty boys. Right. Which I don't know. It bothers me. <laughs> yeah yeah i i i can see that i know because we do kind of think of them as brutes yeah most often right yeah I, yeah i just have like one more thought on that yeah they are not consistent with the accents for the romans either oh. sometimes they have a british accent sometimes they have an american no it's like i get maybe there might be different dialects i kind of like the idea of having them have an american accent while the jews have their own oh okay just because they it just shows the difference yeah you know mm-hmm. but then when people come in with like you know more proper accent it's like uh, i don't know i don't know pilot <laughs> <laughs> he came in with that too all comes back to him it all comes back mm-hmm. to pilot but it's all if about pilot. if you're listening to this and you haven't watched the chosen we would recommend watching it yes it is amazing um i would say that most people in the Christian sphere, this is what I love the most about the show, is that everybody has enjoyed it in the Christian community, Mm -hmm. generally speaking. Yeah. Everyone feels like they have a better relationship with Christ, Mm -hmm. and that's cool. Even if that's not exactly how Christ is or was, it it has opened the mind to think, can I be friends with Christ? Absolutely. You know? Love that. Mm -hmm. You know? And I love anything that unifies the Christian community together because we've had so much that we fought against each other for. Yeah. And contention is of the devil. We have to be kinder to each other. Yeah. If we can all just agree on Jesus, then we'll be better off. (laughs) Exactly. So, okay. Well, we're getting here uh, close to the end, but I do have a spiritual thought. Yeah. Take it away. So, it's my day. This, I just read this verse today out of Matthew, Mm -hmm. Matthew chapter 5, verse 44. So this is Sermon on the Mount, is Matthew chapter 5. And it says, love your enemies, bless them that curse you, do good to them that hate you, and pray for them which despitefully use you and persecute you. And I've just been thinking about this a lot, you know, like, because we've been kind of changing gears on our podcast a little bit. And, And this is mostly for us. Uh, like we do think it's important to talk about certain political matters. I just think we need to value people more mm-hmm. um, than we value our opinions and stop taking ourselves so seriously. You mm-hmm. know, that's where some real change is going to come. And mm-hmm. so I want to fight for that even more, you know, but also this verse reminded me about Christ. And um, as we've been watching The Chosen, considering on how Christ acted around his enemies. You know, Mm. he really, I'm sure he spent so much time praying for his enemies, doing good for them, uh, not as a rebuttal, but out of the care in his heart. And so, you know, I just, I just really, really love that. And I think that we have a lot that we can learn from, you know, Christ. Yeah. uh, In doing that. Oh, that was really good. Love that. Um, Well, I have a little message to the ladies and then you'll have a message to the men. Yep. So I was reading some scriptures today and I came across a scripture that talked about being like in fellowship with Christ. And I'd never like heard it put that way. But from my understanding, it just made me think of like, are we friends with Christ? 
Like, can I honestly say, like, I know Christ as much as I know, like, Michael? Or I know Christ as much as I know, like, another one of my best friends? Right. And so I would just encourage you ladies out there to to figure out how you can grow closer to Christ and how you can see him as your friend. I love that. Okay, men, here's my advice. Be patient with inanimate objects <laughs> because <laughs> I'm just saying something silly. Because if you've made it this far, if you're a guy and you may, you have the patience to make it this far, then, then uh, yeah, this is funny for you. So... Be patient with inanimate objects because your kids will catch on. And they'll be like, grr, this inanimate object. <laughs> that's, that's my advice this week. Also, I'm so tired. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's been a day. But thank you guys so much for, for listening to this week's podcast. We really appreciate you. Uh, be sure to follow us on Instagram. I don't know, you usually do this part. Yeah. Follow us on Instagram at the Perfectly Honest Podcast. Reach out to us. Let us know your opinions on The Chosen because we'd love to hear it. Yeah, yeah, what she said, honestly. So please be here. Uh, thanks for being with us. We really love you guys and we really appreciate you guys uh, coming and supporting us and, and all those wonderful comments. Totally. Yeah, so we will see you next week. Bye. Bye.